Today is August 19th, and the Yankees sit alone atop the wildcard standings. If the playoffs started today, they'd be hosting a team in the Bronx because they swept the Red Sox. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk some Yanks, babe. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore. Welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us tonight as we kick off the podcast at 11.58 p.m. on a Wednesday. We had a full day already, so we're feeling good. And also, Jake, who's sitting next to me, has a flight that takes off in six hours at 6 a.m. So Not packed yet! <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, there's a really good old Amy Poehler SNL skit where they do like a corny MTV <laughs> dating show, <laughs> and she's got one leg, and she ends every statement like I'm horny as shit, and I got one leg, <laughs> and that's how I'm feeling right now because it's a long day. Uh, we're gonna record a podcast for the next hour plus. I'm gonna take an Uber home. I'm gonna pack, and then I'm gonna go to the airport. Stupid, <laughs> but might as well get stupid because the Yanks, Jim, get doo doo dumb. We're back, bro. Like big back. They're they're not only like you know, we we jumped a couple steps here, Yankees. I I just needed to see you as the second wild card team, mm. and you went straight to the top wild card team. They're a game up on Oakland and Boston right now. Uh, they're winning every game. The Heen Dog did it. Mm. They win both. I mean, mm. sweeps are rare. Yeah. Winning both ends of a doubleheader are rare. Yeah. And the Yankees won both ends of the doubleheader and swept. Uh, the White, the Red Sox aren't looking like a good team right now, but the Yankees are just, it's just really good vibes, man. It's like, it's a lot of fun. I cannot believe the Heen Dog did it. Mm. I'm, uh, just, you know, happy. Yeah, and I think there's... So, A, we wanted to get back into any race. And then we got back into the wildcard race. And then we were, you know, genuinely around the wildcard race, wondering if we were going to make this next step against Boston. We very much clearly do that. Also, the athletics uh, stumble a little bit. So, yeah, we would host a home playoff game tomorrow. And I think the bigger thing that was really eye-opening to me and and me and BBD feel like we did this another day ago, and it is midnight, so it was another day ago, on Wake and Jake, we're just, you look at the standings now and you can't believe how sick of a sport baseball is. The Yankees are 69-52. and The Houston Astros, who have been in control of the AL West the whole season and respected as one of the best teams in baseball, they're 70-50. and they're like a game and a half better than the Yankees, who felt like they were a a very bleh team for three and a half months. So, 
when you put everything in the bucket, Jim, I heard a wise man say, you need five things to change on this team. Mm. It's Andrew Velasquez at short. It's Wandy Peralta and high liver Jennings constantly. Who's Luis Hill? <laughs> um, no, man, I, I don't know. This, this whole team needs to be- <laughs> Luis Hill? Is that your final <laughs> one? Just who is he? Like, nobody had that on their hand, and he might be firmly on the hand. So, I don't know, man. It's how can you not be excited? And, I mean, the big question going the rest of the way, hey, it's fending off the Red Sox because they're going to straighten out the ship at some point. Maybe. It's are the Rays ever going to be within reach? We saw how quickly we gained 10 games, 11 games on the Boston Red Sox. Can we hunt down the Rays? They're our last series of the year. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but good. Let's get excited. We're not getting that ahead of ourselves. Let's get excited, man. We're not getting that ahead of yourselves, Jake. The Yankees now move on to play four against Minnesota, right? Starting tomorrow, four games against Minnesota. The Rays, they go to play the White Sox. Yeah. They have a game again tomorrow against Baltimore, but then they have three against the White Sox. The reason that we gained ground on Oakland is because the White Sox did our bidding for us. So we are White Sox fans. I don't need big movement. Yeah. Let's chip away. Let's get within four. Game. Let's take care of the Twins. The White Sox take care of the Rays, and we get within four. Done. Or you know what, Jake? Yeah. If we stay at five, Mm. I'm still happy there. Yeah. It's been a nice little climb. It's been a nice little climb. Which is your seventh favorite Miley Cyrus song, The Climb. Yes. Don't get BBD started, especially at this hour. Man. The seven things the Yankees need to do. Yelling, yelling, Gary behind the dish. Um, Yeah. That's a... Jim, it's so exciting. Let's let it all out. Let's let it all out. We'll do a podcast about it. Okay. Um, We'll air it on YouTube and Facebook and other places, too. No, man. It's... When you start going down the fun things we haven't been able to think of all of this year. Guys who would start playoff games. Depth in the pitching department. I've written, the down, line, the play, I've written down the playoff roster like three times in the last week. The, Just for fun. What, Just for funsies on my own. What the my lineup <laughs> and the bench would look like on a given day. Yeah. And you stack it up against some of the Yankees teams in past years, and I think people would be surprised. And hey, we are running hot right now. The Yankees are on a heater. I think they're like 23-9 and nine since the All-Star break. You can butter knife their last month and a half in a lot of different ways, and all the numbers look very good. So if this freight, cr- if this freight train keeps just rolling downtown, I don't know what you're going to do with these boys. But you put it down on paper, man, the way Tyone's pitching, he wasn't even in this series. Would Tyone, if playoffs started tomorrow, would Tyone be our best number two in a playoffs since? You don't have, you have Heal or Cole as the one. Yes. I have, Oh, I had Nestor Hill piggyback as the one, which was a fun convo in the office today. Nestor Hill piggyback? Like, that's the stuff we haven't even been able to dream about. That get me to DS game four with Hill Nestor twirling it. Um, but I don't know, man. It's exciting times. And earlier this year, whenever this team would get kind of hot, we'd be like, well, the pitching dropped dick. A couple guys did it in the lineup. 
It didn't feel great. Man, now you can point around the field like Luke Voigt's back. He's a conversation piece. Rizzo came back. Chappie came back. Colin Montier back. Like, it's most excited time to do Talking Yanks since like the opening series of the year. Yeah. That's cool. Um, okay. Roster moves. Yeah. What did what have they done? They I mean Rizzo's back. N- Nelson goes back to Scranton. Ridings. New York Yankees optioned Nick Nelson to Scranton. Right now? Before the game today. Oh, I thought they did Kerner. No. I think that was a Oh, that was a myth. That was the beat writers got me. Jonathan Davis uh, sent to AAA as well for Chapman. Yes. So it was Nelson and Davis were... Uh, Davis had options? Yes. He's on his final option here right now. Yeah. The Davis thing has been an asset play the whole time. The 40... 40- If you're uh, looking for the 40-man move for Rizzo, because they had to do that, Amber, he activated and taken, uh, sent back to the minors because he was on as a COVID replacement when he got hurt. Interesting. Okay. Gary came back this series. Rizzo came back. Chapman came back. Heel was a 27th man. He'll be back next time through the rotation, I'm guessing. And, yeah, that's kind of it. Sevy, no news, really. Kluber still can't find the zone. And his rehab starts, but he's – Throwing in his rehab starts. And Herman is taking bullpens. Clay Holmes can come off the COVID IL on the 21st. So he's got a couple days. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Kluber, three innings pitched, three earned runs, two walks, four Ks. Man. It's going to be wild if he enters the conversation. Next midweek show, uh, are we doing one next week since we're on our road trip? Be on the road. I'd love to do a deep dive onto the 40-man. I don't know how mm. many other people know this, care yeah. about it, but like they have so many guys on the IL that if they were all to come back, I have no idea how it fits. It's a good final 20 minutes of the midweek episode. Okay, we'll move on now. We gotta, it looks like we'll, we are scheduled for one. Nice. We'll do some burns. Rizzo back. Gary back. Gary got some hits today. That was, my, that was what I mm. needed to happen. Let's go to the first burn. It's brought to you by Roman. If your penis burns, get help. I don't know if Roman helps with that. Mm-mm. They help with a lot of other things, but still issue. get help if you're feeling burning sensations down there. Uh, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Whole process is straightforward. Can, Straightforward, convenient, and discreet. And getting started is simple. You just go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks today, and if you're prescribed, you'll get 50% off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control the rest of the summer. Be Roman ready. And make sure... Here's You're the deal, Roman ready. guys. Get Roman. Like, what was this? What was the slogan I read earlier today? It's for men, 
but it's for women. Didn't they have a catchphrase? Or that- also men, if you're gay. I guess for, I shouldn't just say for, for women. Everybody. It's for everyone. It's for giving and if receiving. You, you need help. This is the it's way. It's better all around. Get you in touch with people who can get you help. Didn't they have a phrase a little while back that was like the Roman Roman insurance or the Roman Roman ready is the one you Roman like. ready. I said it, fellas. Yeah, be Roman ready and ladies or men or whoever's getting Romaned. Game one on your mark. Get set, burn. Monster three game set in the Bronx, Gumby. Jordan Montgomery returns from the pinstripes as Tanner tries to hawk a loogie on the Yanks. In the second, the kid from the Bronx, Velasquez, the speedster. He gets a two RBI single to put the Yankees up to nothing. In the third, Monty not there. Bad 0-2 pitch to Xander Bogats as he ties the game at two apiece. We jump to the fifth. Man, Vasquez, it feels like he always does it against us. He gets religious as Christian goes yard to make it three to two. Bottom five, King Luke. Return of the King, the bloop from Luke. Makes it a 4-3 Yankee lead. And then pinch hitter off the bench. G-g-g-g unit. This is how he do 3-0 pitch. 116 off the bat. It is 5-3 Yanks. Boogity, 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 Jim. It is scary stuff in the ninth, seventh inning. But Johnny Lasagna bears down. Pump Emotion on the mound for Johnny. Yanks go Monty to Albert to Laza. Take game one, 5-3 final. You okay? Got a little dizzy. Got a little lightheaded? How about Hansel Robles pitching in this game? Mark Teixeira's old friend. Mm. Blown save. (laughs) That's one of my favorite sports clips ever. (laughs) (laughs) Blown save. God. That's good. Uh, Hansel Robles was their best pitcher all series? Question mark? Yeah, probably. But I don't care. This isn't a Red Sox podcast. No, so don't bring it up man. again. We're not trying to make that pivot. Man, so <laughs> there was a moment this. in the game. Garrett Richards had a good out. When uh, Wade had the single and Voight didn't score on it from second. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, my God. In a seven-inning game, like, what are we doing? How do we not score on that? Two out, like. Not a dribbler, JD, but a dribbler. But JD with and right, DH and right field. Yeah, that was a scary moment. Void's not fast, but we get it. But uh, but he also hesitated. Like he watched, he watched it go through the hole, which there's two outs. Whatever. Bronx the kid team. from the Bronx gets it done though to save a bacon. Um, there's a lot of individual performance stuff. There's obviously uh, Laza in the last inning. Mm. We can talk about. Did you do you mind any of the uh, moves that Boone made? Uh, the drag and drop of Stanton uh, to pinch it for Odor yeah. uh, was really a nice move and a, a planned move because they went to their lefty. Really bizarre bullpen management by Cora. They go to their lefty Taylor, who had just come off the IL for COVID, 
for Gallo. And Gallo walks a walk. So many mm. little things added up in this first game, yes. which is how wins should feel. Like, this was a win that the pitching was good, the bullpen was good, and the offense and the timeliness and the passing the baton and the base running, like, besides the void thing. But all that, like, it was all good because Gallo working that walk against the lefty who comes in just for him is huge because now that lefty mm. has to face Voight, and then the Yankees can drag and drop righty Stanton in for Odor, and now you have Josh Taylor, who sucks against righties, facing mm. Voight and Stanton, two guys who are mashers. Voight hits the bloop. That's the craziest I think I've gone mm. uh, at a reaction. I was driving home at the time because I was trying to get home since I knew – Monday was a late night. Tonight's a late night. Tonight I get home at 2 a.m. So I'm trying to spend as much time as I can with my dear Caitlin. Uh, so I was driving home during game one, and I mean, I went bananas in my car. Like, I did a punch the ceiling of my car, celebrate by myself. Let's fucking go! Like, so I was like, I'm in it. Jim, couple things. That Ooh, bloop drop. rolling there. You're still rolling. Guard dog had a huge walk um, that also... Helped lead to Taylor coming in that mm -hmm. inning against Whitlock, someone the Yankees had not gotten to. Man, uh, Whitlock had owned them, and he's from the Yankees farm system, so it was a double twist of the knife. He draws a really nice walk against Whitlock, and then Judgey after him. Um, and yeah, Jim, you mentioned the little things in baseball. It's what makes it a beautiful sport, and it's why people get mad at analytics. And and there's so much in baseball that just can't be measured, whether you know, it, that final play Velasquez made today, and, you know, uh, he throws one in the dirt, and it is it is funny to think, and I know someone tweeted it this year, and I should give them credit, slash, I don't know if we want people hearing us say this, but, you know, if that's Glaber to Voight, does that play that ended the game today get made? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Velasquez is pretty nasty at short. Rizzo <laughs> pretty nasty at first. Um and the ball that goes over Kike's head, I mean, Kike's a really great player. He's been playing a lot of outfield for the Sox this year. If he squeezes that ball, you know, that changes the game. So there's so many little things in baseball that go into it. I mean, you know, a 1-1 pitch that's off the plate that gets called a strike, if it goes to 1-2 instead of 2-1, go look at some of the numbers that hitters have in a 2-1 count and a 1-2 count. Um, the Yankees, seemingly lately, all the little stuff is going well, and... Johnny Lasagna, man, two, uh, two kind of big nut innings. The, they would be the Roman innings of the game. He comes in wow. in the six because it's Bogart, Stevers, and JD. So, yeah, he was the option there. Uh, and he puts them down one, two, three, which is awfully important because it was a eight-pitch inning. So now he's definitely coming out for the next inning, which... Infield single, eh. Vasquez single, scary. Verdugo single, very scary. And then, by the way, and Jim. I forget what series it was. Mm -hmm. They DH'd Judge. It must have been when Stanton was hurt and they were trying to steal rest days. And I think there was a fly ball to Clint or someone was in right field that wasn't Judge. And I talked about how the little things in baseball all seem to add up. Verdugo singles to right. They didn't run on Judge all series. They didn't run on anyone all series. Well, you don't run on Judge and you don't run on Gallo. That's part of the reason. 
So, the bases stay loaded. Johnny Lasagna battles back against Shaw, 2-0 count. Kike, he goes 3-0, battles back against him, and then he strikes out Renfro. Johnny Lasagna, a pretty quiet guy. Uh, let it, let the dog He's out starting to out. really let it out. I mean, he's <laughs> tweeting after every game. He's saying all this stuff. I didn't think he, it was a very, very bizarre series of pitches that he was throwing right there. I want to go back and look at it. I know that our good friend Trevor Plouffe said it was great pitch calling, but the the Yankees threw so many high mm. cement mixing breaking balls against the Red Sox that I, and, and Kay asked Coney on the broadcast, too, like, is this a strategy? Right. These pitches seem like mistakes, but they're throwing so many to this Red Sox team, and O'Neill and Coney said, ah, I think they're mistakes that they're getting lucky that they're missing. But in game three, they did the same thing. They were throwing high spinners. So I, I don't know. It was very odd. But uh, well, and Laza gets the out. The thing I want to defend Laza on, um, you know, he falls behind Kike 3-0. He fell behind Shaw 2-0. Um, and he battled back. With the curve, he gets Kike with the curve, and then he first three pitches to Renfro are curveballs, which hey, if you don't love the way they look, they're still eighty-eight mile per hour curveballs. Like that's sicko stuff. That was conversations around the office. Like, how does he got not get more strikeouts? Um, because he gets a lot of soft contact. But man, uh, huge outing, huge win. Set the tone. Yeah. Little comeback. Shut him down. Give him a hope with loading the bases. Shut him down. Great win. Good pinch hitting. Uh, good bullpen decisions yeah. by Boone. Abreu getting that trust there to come get that out. His last couple outings. Uh, that's pretty. He bumped up. I mean, you know, you got a runner on in a one run game, and Hunter Renfro's up, and they bring in Abreu to get the out. Wild. Go, uh, if you're bored at home in the next couple days, try putting together, uh, what you think the Yankees' bullpen for the playoffs would be. Cause, oh boy, pretty hard. There's some names you might like that might be three guys out of the roster. Yeah, it's crazy, especially it's if you drop some starters nuts. back there. It's hard. It's kind of hard nuts. task. Game number two. Here we go. Holy smokes. Are you ready? On your market set. Burn, Jakey Burn. Sox hope to stop the bleeding versus Nate the Great Evaldi as Luis Heel would try to lasso another win for the Yankees in the second. I proclaim the land around first base mine. King Louis V with the home run makes it one nothing. Yankees in the fourth. Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Solo homer, the lead doubled. It's 2-0 Yankees in Jimbo. It stayed that way because he was king of the hill. Oh, Bobby. Luis Heel, 4.2 shutty to Wandy Peralta. That man is a hero. Chad Green for the save. Yankees shut the Red Sox out in game two. Two nothing Yanks. Vatman is a hero. Is he not? 
slop. <laughs> Never seen a line drive knocked down so innocently. Boop. Picks it up and just absolutely fires Rocket it the first. Missile. That was pretty fun. Sick puppy. Uh, I don't know. Like, you know, we saved the, these recaps right now for like kind of team decisions and, and moments sure. in the game. I, I don't know if there's many. You get the two solo homers. Those are solo conversations. The pitching is solo conversations. Um, going with Wandy to, uh, to Chad is fine. I like it. Uh, and then, and then that's really it. I mean, there's not else to really talk about here. Yeah, and I mean, a, I mean, obviously, big shout out to the pitching, Jim. This used to be my Yankees test in the box score. How many doubles, homers, at triples, RBI did you have? Red Sox had nothing in this game. They just had nine men left on base. O for eight in running. Runners in scoring position, nine men left on base. Uh, I mean, talk about a demoralizer, man. Uh, genuinely, like, feelings, again, more stuff in baseball that can't be measured that, like, need to be tracked. You're the Red Sox. You know, you've kind of been in a tailspin. You've played the Orioles, and that helped you out a little bit. You come into that first game against the Yankees. You got the lead. You blow it on a blooper. And then to have nothing... Just like no real anything offensively in this game. I mean, it's it's just as demoralizing as it gets. Yeah. Um, so shout out to the Yanks pitchers. Uh, shout out to the big boys going the distance. They're going for speed. Mm. <clears throat> Good job. I'm excited to hear the only nine inning game from the mm-hmm. series. Oh. Dude, you know what? DBD just gave the international hand signal for. Play the red strobe light. For. It's what we do. If you haven't picked up on it when the Yankees win the last game of the series, I ordered a giant red siren light Mm. that spins around the room, and the whole place is going to be going crazy with red siren lights, but fucking Amazon won't ship it. They say can't be shipped. No, they said could not deliver. We tried. It's like, what? Anyway, game number three. Burn. Jakey. Burn. Yankees bring their broomsticks to the Bronx. Red Sox and Nick Pavetta would try to stop Andrew and the Yankees from spanking their heenies. Xander Bogats with the home run makes it one. Nothing. Socks in the first. Heen dog? How about the guard dog? <laughs> Sack fly for old man Brett in the second. And then Velasquez, the kid from the Bronx, he's playing shortstop. Kinda reminds me of Jeter. His RBI single makes it two to one. And then H to the Rizzo with the infield single. That's the anthem. Two runs are scoring. It's 4-1 Yanks after two. It would stay that way into the eighth. Jim! Velasquez, he's from the Bronx. He's playing shortstop. Kid kind of reminds me of Jeter. RBI single, it's 5-1. Chappie comes in and gets punched around by Renfro. Don't care because the Lint Liquor saves it. Jim, the Heen Dog. Seven innings, one earned run. 
Heaney to Britain to Chapman to Licky. Yankees win five to two. They sweep the Red Sox. Spit in my mouth. Let's go, Yanks. Oh, I spit in my mouth at the end there. Wow. And drive me to LaGuardia Airport in four hours. Please. Was I blinding you with my flashlight? Am I blinding you? I was putting the flashlight in your face. Butterfly knife. Butterfly knife. Oh man, what a game! Do you have any Did really good lines? Did you have any really good lines in that burn that maybe I met or other people missed? Um, not really. There's the spank their heenies. I'm really getting sucked into Velasquez, the kid from the Bronx. He's playing shortstop. The speedster. Um, I like, when, speed. I like when you defense. said the kid from the Bronx, the speed he's stuff. Got speed. I like that. Um, I had um, I botched the Rizzo line a little bit, so no, not really. Just what was excitement. the Rizzo line? No, it was okay. It was. What was it? What was it supposed to be? And what did you say? The whole thing was supposed to bounce a little better because um, it's you know H to the Rizzo, B to the Ize. Uh, those aren't the words either. But Z to the um, is going to be single for Rizzo. Uh, Sanchez Velasquez score. There is a whole thing. Okay, okay, cool. I I didn't mean to bring you down. By Did you see this it. game? Yeah, I watched it with you. Uh, we were both there. BBD was there as well. Uh, just tweeting with David Cohn the whole night. You wanted Heaney to come out for the eighth, which I thought was odd. Well, I mean, when, when. a guy's hot, <clears throat> you ride him. And that's all I've ever said. Mm. Lineup-wise, I so think when, some people want You've wanted, always said when guys are hot, ride them. Always, yeah. Actually, since I was like a little kid, my mom has this video of me. I was like three mm. years old. A lot of people wanted the Death Star lineup, didn't get it. Um, We, we got a... I don't know if we're going to get it that much, guys. I don't think they're going to do the full lineup that often. They're going to... Can constantly give one of the towers a day off. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe once a week you get Gallo, Judge Stanton in the outfield, Voight DHing. But I don't know how often they're going to do it. I think they'd rather, they have so, they're so deep and they're playing so well and they love the drag and drop pinch hitter so much that, that I think they're, you're not going to see the Death Star lineup that much. Uh, I just prep yourself for that. You know, come playoffs, you'll see it, but I don't think you're going to see it. Majority of the time in a week hey. I, I thought we were going to see it um, But I forget who tweeted it But somebody tweeted it uh, Saying that like Well with Heaney pitching Fly ball pitcher Probably not the best idea to get Stanton and one of the guys Who hasn't played a lot of center field In the same lineup So I was yeah. like oh, Okay I get that Well at some point Also The Yankees hand will be forced because um, at some point, Gio and Glaber are going to come back to this team, and you have only so many other guys to play. And, hey, the other thing that – because, Jim, I'm with you – is, A, I think the Yankees like to be sneaky. Like, when they make the playoffs, they're going to want the other team to think, like, are they going to roll out that big guy lineup? Brett Gardner's playing great baseball lately. Um, so that helps – Make your decisions easier And you rotate guys And you make it work um, And yeah You know Maybe they'll bust it out Against some lefties And they'll They'll have it be their lefty lineup For a little bit But you're right And 
We've also seen the Yankees do this, which can be a little frustrating. I, I wonder what their next big series is. Um, they have Minnesota this weekend for four. They have Atlanta for two games and then an off day, and then they go to Oakland. I wonder if, you know, if Oakland is still right around the Yankees, that's kind of their next big circle the series, and the Yankees love busting out their party tricks for those series. So we might not get it toward then, or it'd be pretty cool if they did it on, like, a cold day because he's going to strike out ten guys anyways. So do the big boys in the outfield. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I like that. Anything else from this game? Um, they took Chapman out uh, in the middle of the ninth inning mm. for Litke. Yeah. Uh, I was fine with that. Uh, he had given up two hits at that point, three hits. Two hits and a walk. Two hits and a walk, I think. And gotten two outs. Uh, his fastball wasn't incredible. Threw the slider uh, almost the same amount as the fastball. He threw more breaking pitches than he did his fastball. His first game back, I think you have a built-in excuse there for, like, the uh, confidence meter, you know, of taking of your clothes taking him out because he did throw 20 pitches, not that much, but I don't know. It's like, hey, first game back, let's just let Litke clean this up. I'm going to check something really quick. What are you, you checking? Mind. I thought this might be the case. Um, Araldis Chapman probably could have used a tune-up game. Yeah. When's the last time Araldis Chapman pitched in the minor leagues? Is it like never? Is it like 2004? It's not. It's... Unfortunately, in his first, or not his first year with the Yankees, in 2017 with the Yankees, um, he pitched .2 innings. I forget when that was. So it's 2017 with one outing. Before that, it goes back to 2014. So, like, Chappie don't do that. (laughs) So uh, I think, you know, it's obviously not exciting if you had to point to one thing that... Chapman just straight up says, nah. Yeah, and, you know, again, talk... (laughs) You know, a relief pitcher who pumps a hunch, you kind of get to call your shots mm-hmm. a little more than other guys. And Chapman, to his, he hasn't had like a a long term like he was out a full month sure. injury. Sure, I mean, there's or if he has, it's been probably that that time. There's a complimentary side to that too, but also, Chappie don't do that. So, um, you know, he throws twenty pitches. I wonder if they had a number. In mind for that But hasn't so Chappie started the season on the IL a couple times Like he just does bullpens and then goes Chappie going Chappie, you know Don't yeah. play that So uh, Dude, so yeah. in that outing When he threw <laughs> When he threw point two Yeah He walked two um, Struck out two Gave up an earned run Two wild pitches and two wild pitches. And then just said, yeah, I'm good. Ready to go. Arm still works. Still throw 102, coach. I oh, didn't tonight. No, he um, averaged 96, so that's scary. But I, 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 I like the move by Boone taking him out. Yeah. I did. Go get the win. That's kind of. Get the win. Lock it up. It's kind of how they've been playing and how we've wanted them to play all year. Uh, did Were there any moves? Were there any pinch hitting? No, I mean... How about game two when they did defensive replacements and every single player besides Gary moved? Or or Higgy? That's baseball. Every player moved. 
Um, yeah, no pinch hitting, no. There was a chance, because um, who was a... Uh, did they have, they had Voight on the bench today, and they had a whole press conference about all that. One of Velasquez's spots, I thought they could have done that, but hey, Velasquez, couple hits, and uh, they do really like his defense. So with the lead, they weren't going to do that. Yep. Yep. All right, let's get to the second half of the show where we do individual awards. Mm-hmm. It's brought to you by DraftKings, and you can Ooh. go pick up some of these dudes for fantasy or pick on them for some individual prop bets, and they will award you. For believing in them. Also, you can pick any fighter in the fight this upcoming weekend. Pacquiao versus Ugas. How do you pronounce it? I keep just saying Ugas. It's got to be Ugas. <laughs> Can't be. be Ugas. No, that was your old nickname. Just pick the fighter you think will win, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds on a punch landing during the event. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBO when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. When you bet on either fighter to win and a punch is landed during the fight, place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code John Boy to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New, Jer- New Jersey, Indiana, or PA. Only new customers. Only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Okay. The first award that we give out here on Talking Yanks is... And since Jake is a heathen and not as close to God as me, he gets the (laughs) midweek episode and gets to go first. We better get another one game set somewhere. (laughs) You get first, dude. Jimmy. I would love first right now. Would you? For what it's worth, I looked it up, and and I think it's Ugas. Ugas? Yeah. What did he just say? I had two different sound things, and both of them said that. Ooh, I know we're big overseas. I don't think you could say that into the mic, BBD. There are two guys I'm kind of between right now. But I'm uh, I'm going to be special. I am going to take the people's champ, Andrew Velasquez. Oh! The, the kid, kid from the Bronx! The kid from the Bronx, who's playing shortstop, who, by the way, Jim, was this series versus the Red Sox important? Are you asking me? Asked you a question. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's important. Who on the Yankees had the most runs batted in in this important series versus the Boston Red Sox? The kid from the Bronx. What if I told you it was just some kid from the Bronx? Yeah. Had a dream. I don't know. Andrew Velasquez. Showed up for work. Wrong building. I tweeted out the picture of him wearing the people's, the Yankees people champ belt, which, hey, it's kind of been, it's been a minute since we've seen that popping up. Because guess what? The Yankees were sad and boring for half the year. The 41 and 41 Yankees weren't too flashy with the belt, which is probably smart, by the way. But that also sucked. And then they had quotes. Rugi had quotes like, we're having fun. Know what else is fun? Speed and defense. Velasquez is ready to go at any moment. He was leading AAA in stolen bases. When he's on the paths, he's ready to go. 
I love watching him play defense. I haven't seen a shortstop attack balls like he does. You know, he attacks balls, Jim. He's from the Bronx? He's from the Bronx. What's he scared of? <laughs> Nothing. 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 Attacking the ball? Yeah. I mean, people from the Bronx aren't known for letting things come to them. Did you hear his quote about the last play in today's game? What did he say? He might, it might be worth finding. He, uh, he said, he was like, when I got there, I thought about if I should throw it. And then he said, but you know what? I'm going to throw it as hard as I can and as, I, as low as I can so Rizzo has a shot at it. And like, if you told us. Not only get to that last ball, but get up in time to throw it and get the runner. Uh, I was just ready for anything there, anything on the ground. And I didn't know if Rugi was going to make a play on it. So just trying to see what was going to happen there. And then when I got, when I got it, I got to my, I said, you know what? I'm going to throw it as hard and as low as I can so that Rizzo can just pick it. If not, I would have threw it in the family section in the second, <laughs> second deck. I don't know why the second half was the op- uh, an option. Yeah, I wish he didn't do that. Uh, I would say, like, bounce it for safety, for the scoop, or f- on the fly. But if I had told you, what's the date today, Jim? August 19th. August 19th. If I told you Tomorrow's three birthday. weeks ago yeah, that Andrew Velasquez was making a diving stop and throwing it to Rizzo at first for the scoop... Can I tell you something? You'd have been saying, hey, Jake, everything okay, bud? Can I tell you something? It's all good at home, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something? Come on, Edge. What? The scoop by Rizzo was really nice. <laughs> yeah. He's the best in baseball at that. He is the best defensive first base. He gets so low and gets, gets on eye level with the ball and just puts yeah. it right there. So good. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a great pick. He's a great pride. Bouncing back from getting mf from one of us, I forget who, last episode. BBD, yeah. can you check the notes? Well, no, no need. We can keep going. He My notes do say that the one game set with the Angels, uh, Andrew Velasquez did receive the mf from Jimmy. The fuck? Mm, that's messed up. Well, you, that's, I just motivate him. You must have not known he was from the Bronx. No? Cute. From People from I've the never Bronx. heard anyone in the Bronx call anyone an MFer. Oh, that that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. People MF each other for breakfast here. I walk down the streets and it's nothing but MF this. MF that. Jake sucks. Jake sucks. Stuff like that. <laughs> good good pride. Thank you. Who's your pride? Do it, you bitch. <laughs> My pride. Do it. Bacardi Cola, do it. You know, I really, it's not, it's not as obvious as you think. There's another option here. There's two options, but one is a better option. Yeah, there's two options and one. There's two options, but one's a better option. Yeah, but one, I really want more. But I'll give it to the Heen Dog. Let's fucking go. To Andrews. Wow. It's first time two Andrews got the two Andrews on the Yankees. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Two wow. Andrews that go about it a different way. Andrew Heaney 
Andrew Velasquez. Yeah, I mean, what an outing by the Heen Dog. Didn't get to see how he crispy looked or what the pitches looked like because we were at the game. Yeah. Uh, so I'll interested to see highlights and stuff and how much it was the Red Sox sucking. But, I mean, hey, that first inning home run was kind of like, yep, yeah, okay. And then he would, it's locked and loaded. Gets through seven, two-hit ball. Red Sox, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, so prior to the Yankees, Andrew Heaney, I still don't know uh, if he should be in the rotation next time through. So, Do we want to have an actual conversation about it? Sure. One, great start, Andrew Heaney. You, uh, you know, I'm sure if Andrew's been around an internet or his friend that texts him too much or anything, he's heard some different stuff about him over the past week or two. Good for him. This is going to be a game that we look back at a game log in three years and go, oh, my God, Heaney? Pitch seven, one earned run against the Sox. Good for him. Uh, bouncing back after his previous two starts where he got hit a little bit. His previous three, excuse me. I don't know what they do. I think they're going to try to sneak one more start out of him. Yeah, I, I think they I, might I, skip Hill. That's what I think as or well. Even put him in the bullpen for a game and have no, him they piggyback won't. with Heaney. They won't bring Heel up uh, just a bullpen. They have to officially that's they're out right. they're out of bullshit ways to get unless someone else gets COVID or someone else gets hurt. Um, no, unless someone else gets COVID, they're out of bullshit ways to do this. So they have an off day after Atlanta. So Heen Dog would be lined up for the first Monday in Atlanta. Then there's an off day that Wednesday, which means I think they could save heel for September. So in the Minnesota series, you're going to have Tyone, Nestor, Cole, Cole Monty. Yeah. Um, there's no off day. You're going to go Heaney, Tyone, off day. West Coast trip. See, see, if you were to ask me who I'm more proud of, right? Like, if uh, who I would want to brag about more after this series, right? It's Heel, man, and Heel deserves a start. What he's doing is more impressive, right? Three starts in a row. With zero earned runs. Yeah. And this came against Boston. And this one came with, like, runners on sometimes. So are like you taking under it from the, Heaney? I kind of got bullied into taking Heaney because I was, so me, I was so mean. I didn't allude to anything. No, everyone kind of bullied me into taking Heaney because of the pregame we show. Can, I was so mean to him. Check the tape. Uh, you can't check how I felt. I think you mentally bullied yourself. Everyone. Which that's a self-problem. You can't check well the tape of my emotions. And how I felt was that everyone <laughs> That's not pulled the first me line it. of a sad sack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone bullied me into taking That line heat. has only been said to guidance counselors. <laughs> recency bias. Recency bias bullied me into taking Heaney, and I wanted heel. I'm more proud of heel. 
So you're taking Luis Hill with your pride of the Yankees? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. It's a good pride. That's a good pride. Thought Thank about you. him. I'm more proud of him. Okay. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Andrews. We had such a good thing going. I think it's fair to say I'm more proud of Luis Hill. Heaney was nice. Still feels like a crapshoot. I got bad news. I think they're going to try to sneak two out of Heen Dog. Yeah, they are. They're going to try and sneak more. It's an Avrex situation, what just happened. Yeah. Because I think he'll get skipped now. Probably just whenever Domingo comes back, they use he'll still that time, get another, everyone an extra day. Domingo. I think he's going to the pen. Domingo's going to the pen. Sorry, PBD. Don't want to team up on you there. If we get anything from Savvy, I think he's going to the pen, too. At this point. Running out of spots in the pen, Not time. Yeah. Savvy. And he's going for a second opinion. I'd still flip a coin and say we don't see Kluber. I mean, I'm much closer to Kluber than Savvy. Sure. I'm kind of. Kluber's. I'm not penciling either of them in. At all. Kluber is going to be fascinating. They may come back. I'm just, right now, I'm not, I've been drawing up my playoff stuff, and I'm not even, I don't even have it in the stomach for me to put them in the notes app on in the rotation or the bullpen at all because I just, I have Man, to see. If you're a Yankees roster person and Corey Kluber comes back and has four good starts, in September, which there's a lot of could not happens. There's a lot of could happen in there. Then go check out what you're doing with bodies in the bullpen. Yeah, it's nuts. Good problems to have. And we'll talk about those more, and they will figure themselves up. Heen Dog, you're right. Here's, here's what I'll actually say that's wrong. Because mm. we said Averex. I think we said a pregame show. And all the Talking Yanks fans know what that means. Mm -hmm. The Dutch word. The Dutch word for when something good happens, but it has bad, like, ripple effects. No one knows how to spell it. Yeah. and Because it's not an English word. Oh, it's fun to see the And I don't know if I ever want to correct the spelling, because people tweet it at me all the time, and I get such weird spellings. You get get some spellings back for sure. One time I got, I'm sending it in the chat right now. I'm going to say One time I got this one and it cracked me up. (laughs) I am going to say that it is not Averex because I think Heen Dog was going to get another start anyways. So, he might as well have pitched well against Boston. Well, we'll see. I agree with you there, but I will see now because now you think they're going to sneak two out. I do. So then that's a little Averex. Because Heel's pitch. depends on Kluber. Did Heel Kluber has pitch today pitched, or yesterday? Heel has pitched better. Yesterday. Heel has pitched better. Yes. Heel has better stuff. Yes. Heel has a more commanding presence on the mound. Heel pitched better against the Red Sox, kind of. Mm. End of the day, results-wise. He didn't get a chance to go as deep, but you know what I'm saying. Um... Yeah. Okay. Next up, Jake. You Yankee motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mf. I haven't even thought about this. This is tough, bro. 
Dude, who are you giving it to? Effer in this series in a Red Sox sweep. Can we pass? No. No pass. You want to? I had to give one to Velasquez in a one-game win. Right, but we've done mutual sweep passes before. I don't think so. BBD, check the tapes. BBD, have we ever passed? I don't think we've ever passed. Uh, I, I don't think you've. Dude, I don't passed. Think you I did think give one mf or pass in this month. You gave COVID nineteen the mf or mm-hmm. that deserved it. Yes. Oh, seriously. deserved. No, uh, I last scrolled Red through Sox all 2019 series. and all 2018, and we didn't do any Both. passes. If you did that. kind of a pass in, against the Red Sox, you just uh, gave both gave it to Boone. Well, no, no, he deserved that. He deserved that. I uh, both gave it to Chapman once. Okay, Half we've definitely like both given it to the same people, but we have no MFers that are empty. Okay, you have to give it to someone. It's the rules of the Fair show. Enough. I'll give it to Chapman. Yeah, knocked around in the ninth there, and he he doesn't do rehab assignments. But why would he? I wouldn't either. If you're Chapman, why would um, you? You know, go on a nice car ride to, like, the Hudson <coughs> Valley. <coughs> and buy those guys a nice dinner. <laughs> what are you thinking about? Giving my motherfucking beanie. <laughs> BBD, I'm reclining the rest of the show. Which you've seen this happen. It'll last for about two minutes. Forever. <laughs> Don't you do that. Don't you do that. BBD, lower my camera. Angle. I'm staying down here. Just keep them dainty. No. Well, you can daint for a little bit. But. Oh, man. You're leaning back, so you are going to be more dainty because you're further Naturally. from it. Um, I'm going to give mine to um, Gallo. He had the most amount of at-bats with the least amount of hits. He had zero hits on the, on the series. And what's most upsetting about it is that um, the stadium loves Joey Gallo. I think it's because it's such a fun name to chant. They break out into a Gallo chant more than any other name now. Like, he gets more solo one-player chants more than Judge. Joey Gallo. So, uh, yeah, simply the only guy that didn't get a hit that had more than one at-bat. Nothing to do with you being racist against Italians. Take that back. So it had something to do with No, you? I'm not racist against Italians. I said it had nothing to do with you being racist against Italians. That wouldn't make sense. Welcome to the jungle. You're Italian. I went to an Italian nightclub once in the church, and the DJ, those only words that were said in English the entire night, it was like house music. It was every, like, ten minutes, the DJ would just go, Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> Bumping. That yeah. was in Italy. Yeah, it was in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. You said an Italian nightclub. I think that could have been taken as like a oh, Guido's those Italian nightclub. nightclubs. Like a Guido nightclub. What well, was? It was in sure it was. was in Naples. Motherland. Yeah. It was a church that they turned into a club. Not the Netherlands. They didn't open until midnight. We got there at eleven thirty, just stood outside. God. We're like, hey. What's going on? And our cousins just shrugged at us because they didn't speak English. 
Love family time. Shout out. Uh, shout out Messer Cola. <laughs> That's got to be the most Americanized way to say Methicola. Whatever and, it is. And speaking of family. Shout out to Farm to Fame. Our family. Wow, farm to Fam. Peter Moylan and Kelsey Winger at Farm to Fam. Love them. Podcast you can hear about all the up and coming players. Patty Mass. College players, prospects. Rookie of the Year watch. Once a week, you can find them on YouTube or anywhere podcasts are listened to. Uh, uh, incredible Twitter and Instagram account. If you love watching, like, just like, even if you just want to know the littlest about these minor league studs that are on their way up, incredible social media accounts. Really good podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday on the JM Baseball YouTube channel and everywhere else that you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also stay up to date by following the socials. Um, and they're bringing you the regular old awards. You know, Italians and Irish do have a huge battle, but I'm more Italian than I am Irish, even though I have an Irish last name. So I identify actually as Italian more than Irish, if someone was to ask. But the perceived notion will be Irish because of my last name. Can I ask a sensitive question? Mm-hmm. Is the Italian-Irish stuff over? Not in the Jersey Shore area. And that's maybe the only place it still exists. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but, like, no. Okay. No, it's that still was... still a thing there. That was the answer I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, I'm an eighth Irish. Oh, your dick? He <laughs> didn't go there. I was. Yeah. You're up, man. Regular awards. How much Irish are you? A quarter? Yeah. 50% so Italian, quarter more Irish. smaller dick then. It just hurt me deep inside. My first award, uh, Susan, I thank you, is the I met, I met John Sterling Award. Oh, wow. That's not it. I'm That's not, not it. Out. It was a fake out. I am giving out the Mom Grab the Phone Book Award. Wow. Because uh, you need to find a babysitter real bad. I, I'm actually very curious to hear like your reason why... You would oh, ever grab the phone book. You are going to love the story I'm about to tell. Okay. Well, I don't know who to guess then. I'll just guess that you're giving it to uh, uh, mom. Grab the phone book because you're so short and you want to drive the car. And <laughs> you're it, you need to see over the steering wheel. So you're giving this to Jonathan Davis. Interesting. It's <laughs> a good guess. You used all the context clues you had. Interesting, man. Jim, the year is 2006. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> that a boy. I am on the varsity soccer team. I am short. I am fat. <laughs> <laughs> soundbite that. I need that soundbite for all future times. It was my third year varsity. I got placed on varsity as a sophomore because of injury, but I, I am took short. It. I am fat. Let's be honest. Call a spade a spade, right? Uh, junior year, 
varsity soccer game, varsity soccer team. Uh, barely played. There's a goalkeeper ahead of me. I was a goalie. People forget that. No. Jim, senior year. I'm all excited. Um, and I'm splitting time with another goalkeeper, younger goalkeeper, and I hate it. I hate it. And uh, so he plays back-to-back games, and we lose. And I'm bummed out, man. Put me in net. I'm ready to play. Jim, I mentioned uh, the short and fat thing. The one thing I did leave out was I had the fastest 40-yard sprint time on the team that year. Yes, faster than Taylor Wilson. Connor McNeese. Said, I am fat. I am slow. No. I was short. Oh, not slow. I yeah. was fast. How choppy were your steps? The choppiest. <laughs> so, Jim. Yeah. I'm emotional. I'm an emotional kid. Uh-huh. I'm becoming a man. Yes. Stuff's happening down there. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. I say mom with tears in my eyes. This wasn't here before, mom. <laughs> <laughs> With tears in my eyes, I say, Mom, I'm calling the coach. I called up Coach Mancini. I said, Coach, (laughs) I know I'm not the most skilled guy on the team, (laughs) but I'm the fastest guy on the team. Kick the ball up to me, and I'll take a shot on that. That's our best offense we've got right now. And he said, Hey, Jake, all right, I talked to you. He hung up. Yeah, Uh, having dinner. Right now Came in at forward Next game against Newtown Our rivals I'm in for a couple minutes We get a nice set piece Ball ends up in the back of the net I take credit for it I was nowhere near the ball (laughs) Jim Luke Voigt Oh yeah Is calling I forgot this was an award man And he's saying Coach I know I'm not the most athletic guy on the team But put me out there. Hit the home run to give the Yankees the lead in game two. Hit the blooper that you said gave you the most juice you felt this season. I was punching the car ceiling. Luke Voigt. You know, when he gets a presser, I think he's got a press conference quote you like recently. I want to hit. I'm a good hitter. Keep knocking on Boone's door, man. Keep calling him. Play the power lineup. Because you should be out there every day. You're right, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was. You're right. I was, uh, as we were walking to the game, my brother Lucas said, so what do you think about the Voight quotes? And I had heard him, but I, I just had him for his Twitter or radio or anything. Uh, we had a very busy day. And uh, I said, what do you mean? Like I was like, what? Right. They're good quotes. Like, what? Do you, and he was like, oh, people are crushing them. Like, people on our Twitter were responding like mad at Voight, saying like, dude, like, you didn't earn shit. You had one game. Now you think you should play? I think some people on the fan were crushing him, and I was genuinely perplexed. Why would you want a player that doesn't think he deserves to play? Like, I. I don't know. If you were one of those people and you listen to the show, you're you're so backwards. You you players should want to play, players should feel like they deserve to play, players should and Voight does deserve to get at bats. Like yeah. he, everything he said was true. 
And he is really good about it. He's like, I understand that I've only played 30 games this year, so they needed to go get someone because I wasn't a, I wasn't a lock, but I feel really good right now, and I think I deserve at-bats. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I had... I loved those quotes. I didn't have any problem with them at all. I was kind of surprised people didn't. People were saying whatever. And two for five with the walk this series. Three RBI, hit by pitch. The home run to give him the lead in game two. The blooper. It's the same Luke Voigt who last year, who was the only one that came to the podium and said, "We suck. Yeah. This is embarrassing." And new, everyone loved him. New team for it. leader. Everyone loved him for it. Uh, and let's be honest, like that. The playoffs, it should be, you know, Luke Voigt starts at DH and guard dog comes in to run at some point and he goes to the outfield. And, like, that's that's the winning Runs formula. for Stanton late in the game, rearrange the outfield. Like, I, would want, I would want him to say that over anything else. Yeah. He should feel under the gun... And pissed off and want to prove that he should get at bats. I would just, this is me trying to, to get into their mindset, because I agree I like the quotes from Voight, but I, I would, f- I think what people who don't like him, they're, I think their thinking is that there's finally like good vibes. You don't want to create like a divide and like him against Rizzo or whatever, but that's just not the way the players, it's not how players at it. operate. Yeah. At all. I think I think if, like you know, after talking to Ploof all the time, I think if if Rizzo or or Judge heard those, or they heard Voight say like, "Well, Rizzo's a great guy. I'm 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 fine to sit the bench, and uh, if I get in, that's great." They'd much rather the teammate that's saying, "I want to play." I want to help the team. I'm good. I deserve to play. I deserve at bats. It's nothing. It's nothing. People who have a problem with it are just searching for it. The other quotes get worse. Like if he, if he says play Rizzo at first, play me at DH. Now you're kind of keeping Boone's hands tied. Like, you know, now you're feeding that back to the media to send back to Boone. Why don't you do this, guys? I look at a lot of baseball reference pages, like every day. You guys know Luke Voigt's career stats? They're really good. Doesn't he have like a 900 OPS? 269 batting average, a 358 on base percentage, a 510 slugging, and 868 OPS. 868. That's career. Yeah. If you want to do recently, like do this year and last year, which is 95 games, and he's got an 858 OPS. He led the league in homers last year. Like, this isn't, this isn't even, I mean, to go full sports radio, like, this isn't Anduha. Like, this guy has a full body of work every year for the past four seasons. Yeah, he's just been injury prone this year. That's fine. But when he plays, he's good. Besides when they had a rusty belly buttons time. Like, this this year, bef- until he re- most recently came back, the times he was Back in between injuries, he hadn't fully gotten it going, but right. But we're talking about like thirty. But he's games. been good for yes. His OPS is up With to seven twenty five, which, as we mentioned, he had like a bad start, and he's been hurt. So like, I don't know, man. 
oh, Rizzo's coming back. You know, there's going to be maybe case a anyone hasn't heard him. Fight for some playing time there. Boone said he's going to take that day by day. But I'm just curious mentally where you're at right now and what you think key is for you to just be uh, really performing your best at the plate, kind of through uh, some of that, uh, some of that noise. Yeah, you know, I'm fine. I feel like I'm uh, hitting my stride. You know, after you know getting a week's worth of games under me, and you know, I'm a, you know, I was top 10 MVP last year and I've been a great player for this organization for the last three years. And, you know, I'm not going down, you know, I want to play, obviously I know it's going to be tougher with the Rizzo, but you know, um, I deserve to play uh, just as much as he does. And, um, you know, I led the league in home runs last year and I feel, uh, feel really good again. And um, obviously, you know, the injury bug is a reason he's here, you know, because of me, but um, yeah, I mean, obviously I hope Booney can do whatever he can to, you know, try to get me some consistent at best. It's today. Yeah, I I heard it in live time. You know, Rizzo's coming back, and you know, I and be- I just uh, I didn't know I didn't think it was anything. And I I see some people in the chat again saying like Rizzo's better defensively. Yup. Yep. That's not the discussion, folks. Stanton's He's, played a fine corner wait, outfield. Wait, but Voight's not year. saying he wants to play first over Rizzo. Exactly. I'm. Yeah. There's. I saw like ten people in a row in the chat. You know, I normally wait, skip the chat if something. Voight didn't say he wants to play first over Rizzo. He he has specific quotes from the. That's what people think. So you guys just don't watch fucking press conference. He has specific quotes saying, "I hope he, B- Booney." can find me some DH games and some pinch hitting at bats and some first base like every now and then. He's not saying he wants to play first base over Rizzo. He literally listed DH, pinch hit, and sometimes at first base. That's what I was about to say. He... No one one is saying Voight should play first base over Rizzo. Even Voight. Our best... He said that. He said DH, pinch hit. Our best lineup... As Rizzo at first and Void at DH. Yeah, that will be the Death Star lineup that they do every now and then. Stanton, has Stanton had a bad play in the outfield this year? No. I know it's still a pretty small sample. He's actually kind of been nice, right? Yeah, I don't think he has like a standout play. No special catches. Nothing comes to mind, but that's not what we're asking for. But guys... He's been a standout performer on the defensive side of the ball most of his career until the last two and a half years. That quote, the I, the quote that I love, I want to hit. I'm a good hitter. Is right after saying, "I hope he can find me some DH days and some pinch pinch hit opportunities." Bang. Yeah. So good. Uh, Thank you. Good award by you. What's your uh, What's your first award? I was also gonna do Void because I wanted to have that conversation. Right. Um. So my first award is the uh, the um the how should I label this? Uh, Void doesn't scoop that one award. Is it, is it Rizzo? That's Rizzo. Okay, okay. <laughs> that scoop was good, man. Pivot. Game-ending scoop. Yeah. Rizzo's such a difference maker. Yeah. Such a, like, you heard the quote from Velasquez, like, I just threw it as hard as I could low. Rizzo's got it. He might be the best. T- we were spoiled with Teixeira, 
before him, Tino, before uh, Don Maddenly, but that's before my time. But, uh, man, that's such a difference maker that we haven't had since Tex. Just chuck it. I got you. Yeah. And I'm excited for that. I mean, man, you know, there's been a couple moments where we've noticed Ruggio Odor at short. There's been a couple notice, a couple points where Wade and Velasquez are throwing it over. Yeah, man. Uh, Rizzo's special defensively, and it's part of what we just talked about. Um, and yeah, he's, he's back. He's got in a platinum glove as a first baseman. Yeah, he's back in the lineup. He was hitting second, which is the slot I think we officially like him. Should this be our lineup versus righties or lefties? DJ Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton? Yeah, the, the balance is so important. It's insane. I heard uh, Chris Carlin came on uh, K show, and he kills the Yankees. It's almost like a stick now. It's almost right. like you don't even really believe anything he says because it's just like you're just doing a shtick. But he kills the Yankees. He's like, isn't this pathetic? Like because they said they didn't need balance for two years, but now they've clearly do. And it's like, yep. But I'll just clap and be happy that they admitted that they were wrong and are moving on because it is so much more important uh, to have balance. So, yeah, that should be the lineup for sure. Mm. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Good award, man. (laughs) Yeah, it really just felt like a pivot, like a good follow-up to the conversation before. Mm. Great award, man. I have one that I like Who more. Who is your pride? Heel. Luis Heel. Yes. Okay. How could you forget? I'm not forgetting that. You did already. I'm not forgetting that. Carpe diem. I watched that scene from Dead Poet Society. It's creepy. Mm. It's creepy. Jim, I am going to give out... The Lasagna's Ready Award. Oh. Chad? Been had saves. Two in the last four games. Been ho. Jim, the award's going to Johnny Lasagna. Oh, wow. I thought Chad might have been getting that one. James, game one of the doubleheader. Johnny Laza comes in. And I mentioned, you know, one, two, three through the the dudes in the Red Sox lineup. Bogarts, Devers, and J.D. Martinez. Jim in his second inning of work, which we've needed. He's been, A, our best reliever this season. And, B, our bullpen's depleted. So in a huge game against Boston, Johnny Laws is the guy for both innings. And that second inning, man, Johnny Lasagna took a step up. Not a stepping stone, because he's already climbed all the stones. Like, this is where Johnny Lasagna can be. 
Jim, he did something that I think could even be added to the Stepping Stone Award. He's, I don't know if we can add to that. He's around the corner. Like, he might be looking at a new world. Hmm. No, I mean. If I can, in a Red Sox-Yankees game, that means everything to the both world teams. To, to the world to a lot of people, yeah. Bases loaded, which he got himself into. No doubt. <laughs> 2-0 count to Shaw. Battled back. 3-0 to Kike Hernandez, who's broken our hearts earlier this year. And then to punch Renfro at the end. Johnny Lasagna, man. We've had an interesting ride with that cutie pie. And now he's like full-blown man mode. And if this Yankees playoffs does get fun this year, boy, is that dude going to be in some huge spots. And he's deserved every right for us to believe in him. Johnny Laza. I, I don't want to damper it because I love Johnny Laws. I love that he's getting active. Uh, the the Those three strikeouts, I still don't think he's pitching good. Like, part of me thinks the Red Sox really sucked in those at-bats. But it's not to fully damper him because he was used a lot. They need to start spreading Johnny and Chad out if, we, if we're going to use them. Like, Britain better get right. Chappie better come back. Holmes better be a legit piece. Wandy and Joely and Litke better start being able to do games on their own, and they better be able to start spreading. Maybe bring ridings back up. They got to spread Johnny and Chad out. They're overusing these guys. We are we are setting them up to fail us in the playoffs, like we've seen with Britain and with uh, Adovino and Batansis in the last three playoffs. We are setting them up to be dog-tired and not able to pitch as much as we're going to want them to pitch in the postseason, especially with the shortened season last year. So I'm starting to get – I said I don't want multiple innings in non-division games Mm -hmm. or wild card, Oakland I was counting as well. And I mean it. They really need to start start spreading this out. And I understand for, for, for White Sox and for Red Sox, like you need to use them. But even, we haven't stopped. Since I started voicing this concern, we haven't stopped using them nonstop. And I get it. Britain's been bad. Chapman's out. There's literally no one else. But I'm getting real worried because bullpen burnout has been a downfall for the Yankees in the postseason for three years running now. Yeah. We're getting I, scary. I, I do think it's it's a major concern for every team this year. Um, the only other, you know, side convo to that, and is good news, like – there is still time. Um, you know, these guys, you're right, they are going to get rested up. Britain, like, you better find it, and we're going to give you every opportunity to. Uh, Chapman is back, which is huge. We've talked about that, like, seeing seeing Chad Green or Zach Britton in the closer role this year compared to Chapman is like a whoa. Um, I know today's not the best example, but um, let's let him work back. But, yeah, man, uh they are going to have to start spacing guys up. They're going to have to start winning some games big. like, And it's going to be a storyline around baseball. Like the Chicago White Sox, they are going to be poised in the playoffs because the final two weeks of the year, they're going to have their relievers pitch every third day. They'll have their starters throw 85 pitches, and they're good to go. Interested to see how the Yankees balance it. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't really don't know how they do. September, you get a couple more. The offense more. just needs to carry them for a week. September, you're going to get a couple more arms. So if you can make those work with the blowouts and the depth we're talking about with Clay Holmes, Albert Abreu, um, Brendan Chapman regress back to the mean goes. they've been over the last decade. Positive regression. Just makes it makes that task much easier. Craziness. Does Nestor go to the pen? Yeah, probably, man. Probably, man. Um, What's your final award? You're doing a lot of math. You are. I'm doing a ton of math over here, dude. I I'm know. trying to put on a professional show for the people. I know. That's you why know, I we, asked. We're not a math pod. For you to reveal it, because it's your time to do your final award. And, oh, and you've I'm, been a math factory, and there's a lot of percentages, and now I'm very worried. <laughs> The last thing I saw on your phone was five decimals deep. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to love this award, man. Yes, I'm ready uh, for it. You're going to love this award. This award is the... Um, Johnny Cash and June Carter Award. What was the last name? June Carter. June Carter? Mm-hmm. The Johnny Cash and June Carter Award. Mm-hmm. Is it going to one person? No. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, it is going to... You'll never guess in a million years. Wandy Peralta and Jolie Rodriguez. No, 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 no. Uh, Johnny Cash and June Carter sang a duet called Time's A-Wastin' together. It's like, I've got arms, and I've got arms. Let's get together and use those arms. Let's go. Time's a-wastin'. Well, in my version, they're singing about legs. I've got legs. You've got legs. Let's get together and use those legs. Let's go time's wasting. So this award goes to all the legs on the team. DBD don't write. <laughs> it goes to all the legs. How are you? You're not going to allow that? Pitchers? No. Offensive legs. Batter's legs. Gary and Higgy? Yes. Okay. Gary had some good base running today. That double. Yeah, he also advanced on the, earlier in the game, he advanced on the play. Uh, the Yankees have 29 steals since the All-Star break. They have 29 steals since the All-Star break. Judge stole like four in the last five games. In 32 games since the All-Star break, they have 29 steals. In the 89 games in the first half of the season, they had 20 they're averaging almost a steal a game right now. Was that that nine zero five yeah. three two number yeah. I saw on your? Yeah, calculator? they're averaging uh, .9 steals a game right now. Double plays. They had eighty seven double plays in eighty nine games in the first half. God, how bad is that? They almost <laughs> averaged a double play a game. Nightmare that was. Uh, still not great, but we're down to twenty five in thirty two games. Uh, so that percentage has been dropped by 20%. So 
So they're cutting their double plays per game down 20%. They upped their steals per game 70% from 20 to 90. It's a whole new team. Like when we sat here in April and we said, this team isn't going to do anything unless you make drastic changes. Five things. They have a first baseman who can pick it. They have arms in the outfield that guys don't run on. They have a guy who plays left field now who has hit into nine double plays all season. Jay Bruce career. isn't on the team anymore. It's career. Like, this is a brand new team. They made crazy changes to everything. They're playing so different. So all the legs, congratulations. Congratulations to all the legs. I think that's their first award uh, ever. It better be. Yeah. Pitcher legs have gotten their shine, but the offensive legs. Let's, uh, what are five things you could put in the bucket right now? What kind of bucket? Okay. I like big, white pails. Tyone's turnaround. Oh, that are different? Like five things that you could point, because there's more than five Mm -hmm. at this point. Five things that you could point and be like, that's a significant change. Tyone's turnaround. Yeah, Tyone Tyone, and and Monty until the COVID. Monty could be, like Monty could be a pinky. Yeah, but if you're going to just do, it's Tyone, really, because he was right. like not getting it but done to like being a lockdown two. For this example, yeah, Monty. Like, hell, heel and Cortez could be a finger. Luis Hill's had three starts. He hasn't given up an earned run. Yeah. Nestor's at 50 innings in however many appearances, and he's got a two-dot ERA. So those are some big ones. Mm-hmm. Speed, balance. Anthony Rizzo was traded for. Speed, balance, defense. It's speed, like it's baseball, man. Joey they Gallo improved all the aspects of the baseball. Joey Gallo was traded for. Yeah. All the bullpen. I mean, how many bullpen arms has he traded for? Wandy, Joelli, Holmes. Aaron Judge has elevated his game to another level. Picked up Litke out of nowhere, kept Laza, and turned him into Rule 5 Brett from into Gardner this guy. Well, has Wade, had a good month. Wade's had a great month. But if you want to simplify it, they started using, like Justin Luke in the chat. Luke is back. They started using speed. They improved their defense. Yeah. And they have balance. That's, like... Those are very simple concepts, but they didn't have those, those for... tough to measure on a computer. They didn't have those for three months. They really didn't. The month-by-month month of the steals and shit, like, is hilarious. In May, the team hit into 24 double plays and had four steals. The entire month, the entire mm. team had four steals. Mm. In June... The entire team had eight steals, hit into 28 double plays. Mm. In July, the entire team had five steals. They hit into 29 double plays. 
in August this far, the team has 18 steals. Yeah. We're talking about fucking June had four. Or or no, May had four. July had five. We had eighteen, like at the break, and we have eighteen, and it's the nineteenth. They have eighteen steals, and it's guys stealing that were part of the first half. It's Glaber, DJ, Judge, uh, and then they have nineteen double plays. So they are cracking down on those slightly. Well, I don't know why, because they steal now. And they don't just keep the double play in order. You want to know a genuine top three concern for me on this team right now? That there's too much talent. How much Zach Britton likes soup? <laughs> they did the between innings, like, what's your favorite food? No, it wasn't. It wasn't I, I got to give him this. It wasn't what's your favorite food. It was what food reminds you of home, which makes it a little bit better. From but Texas, it, right? But 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 his mom might might kick ass soup. But uh, how it how it intros was so funny because the guys like you know Voight said, "Oh, a pizza place in St. Louis, you gotta try it." Judge said this. A lot of the guys. DJ you know, said spaghetti and meatballs. DJ said spaghetti and meatballs. Gallo said spaghetti lasagna and meatballs. Was thrown out. Chad Green said lasagna. Chicken and rice. Chicken and, and rice. Uh, Gio Urshela said fish. Very straightforward. And then it guy. cuts to Zach Britton, and he just says, any kind of soup. <laughs> what was that? I tweeted at. Like, you got to pick one. I yeah like you, you gotta can't say, just give my, me any kind my of soups are very different like, soups. Like, like soups are drastically different. like Katie really likes her dad's um uh what's the popular soup Ch- chicken noodle soup chicken noodle soup and, and he makes it when he comes to visit and he makes a really good chicken like if Zach Britton was like my mom's tomato bisque or like my. said a soup but it just opens up with Zach Britton going any kind of soup any which is kind of soup. <laughs> I think we're going to need that video. You put a soup in front of me. Dude, I tweeted at him. I tweeted at Tyrell. And I said, I need the any kind of soup video. (laughs) I do. He said, no soup for you. He responded, no soup for you. And I was like, but I really want it, man. (laughs) Any kind of soup. I think we're blocked out of that now. That's fair. <laughs> it's honest. But, uh... Thanks, anyone. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If, uh... If anyone wants to take a picture together at 4.30, I'll be at the LaGuardia Airport. Same clothes, Maybe. I should shower. You should shower. Dude. I should shower. That's the shower. worst. That's the worst part about getting home. It's one thirty right now. I got an hour car ride home. I'm gonna get home at two thirty. I can't just get into bed like this. Yeah, it's disgusting. So that's the worst part. Um, okay, that's the episode. Go Yanks! They're the best. Around. You have anything else to say? 
I mean, the next episode we do will will be in Milwaukee. Yeah, the next episode of this show. Yeah, it's two this episodes sh- of this show. Yes. Well, the second one won't be Milwaukee, but on the road trip. Any yeah. thoughts on the twin series? I think the Twins are playing good ball. I think they've walked yeah. off three games in a row, so let's not take them lightly at all. Baseball's a sixth sport. It feels like an important game one. <laughs> it made on the bump. Yanks are hot. Twins are kind of hot. Don't take them for granted. Go, Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go, Yankees.